0: The Pearson Global Explorer Podcast. Join us as we travel the globe one student at a time at Pearson Online Academy. Pearson Online Academy is an accredited online private school for students in grades K-12. through Brought to you by the experts in virtual learning. We empower students worldwide to achieve academic excellence through our affordable, high-quality online education that emphasizes college prep. Learn more at www.pearsononlineacademy.com. Good morning, Pearson Online Academy. Welcome to our very own podcast, The Pearson Global Explorer. This is the first and only show where we get to travel the world to experience life and culture through the eyes of our very own students. I'm your host, Jason Agins, history teacher by day and travel fanatic by, well, days off. This episode of Pearson Global Explorer, we are going to focus on aix and provence in the south of France. And our guest star is Maria. I'd like to welcome to the show Maria, we appreciate you joining us. It's always a lot of fun to share our experiences, our slice of the world with our listeners. Now, prior to this conversation, I think the things that come to mind about uh, France and particularly the south of France, see Paris gets all the attention, but I love the south of France, It's the beaches, the culture, and just the quality of life, the lifestyle and we're going to get into all that and more in today's episode, but let's start out with you, Maria. Tell me a little about you. So if I was to ask your friends and family, what is Maria like, what would they say?
1: Hi, yeah, thanks so much for having me. Um, my friends and family, they'd probably say I'm a pretty outgoing person. Um, I really just love to just be relaxed and hang out with my friends. Um, I'm also super like responsible when it comes to school or getting things done. So some of them probably think I'm annoying for that (laughs) because I'm always on top of them for doing schoolwork or planning things, um, times and dates. Um, but I really just like to have a fun time. Um, I like to think that I'm funny. Some people probably don't think that, but... (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: That's funny. I like that. I like. You know what? People probably say the same thing about me. I think I'm hilarious, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there that think I'm uh, on the annoying side. That's for sure. <laughs> um, what do you What do you like to do for fun each day after school?
1: Um, so I'm new to Pearson, so I haven't really figured out my schedule yet, just because it's my second semester. Um, but on Wednesdays and Fridays, I try and manage my time because I get to volunteer at this non local cafe in my city. Right. Um, I do that on like Wednesdays and Fridays. So I'll do school in the morning and then go there for the rest of the day. Um, I also do dance. Uh, so I do dance practice after school. And I hang out with my friends on the weekends. <laughs> Okay, and do you have
0: um? Do you have any pets?
1: I do. I have a dog. Um, her name's Remy. She's actually named after the first city that I lived here in France. Um, she's a golden mini Australian Labradoodle, and she's pretty cute.
0: Oh, that's cute. That's a very French name. I like that. What um? What do you want to do for a living when you grow up?
1: Um. So I've changed a lot. Um. But right now. My dream is probably to become an English teacher or a psychology teacher um or maybe like a little bit of both um maybe be a guidance counselor at a high school that for now gotcha. it could change it always changes
0: okay well, you still got plenty of time you got you you mentioned you're a sophomore in high school you got you got time um, yeah a lot of times us adults even don't don't know what we want to do for a living but uh <laughs> Um, I'm, you know, I lucked out. I get to talk about history and talk to uh, cool people from all over the world, like you. So I think it, it'll it all eventually works out. Yeah, um, very true. What kind of music do you listen to? Do you like American stuff? Do you like French music?
1: Um, I listen to it's all usually American French music. It's okay, but like what teenagers listen to? It's French rap and it's not the best. Um so I definitely listen to American music and any genre. I love um country, pop, um rock, everything. I love music just in general.
0: Right. What what about um what about some of that like French cafe music that's soft jazz type music? Whenever I go over to my mom's house, we're not French at all, but my mom just loves to just put on that French cafe music in, on her stereo. And it's it it's, it's kind of it it's funny, but it's she likes it.
1: That's awesome. Um, yeah, a bit. I think my dad will sometimes put that on if it's kind of like a chill day. Then I'll listen to that. I don't mind it, um, but it wouldn't be like the first thing that I'd want to listen to. It's good.
0: Yeah, it's good, It's good background music. Like I can't see going on a road trip or you know. Oh, just get out of work. Let me just crank this French cafe music up in the car, type of thing. Um, but it's good. It's good background music. What about uh, what about stuff that you like to watch? Um, do you watch uh, any particular movies or TV shows that you like?
1: Um, I'd say probably my favorite movies. Um, like those series. So the Maze Runner, love that. Um, all time favorite, The Hunger Games. Uh, the Divergent series, so, like, those kind of where there's, like, lots of sequels. Um, Harry Potter, amazing. So, yeah, say that type of genre. Right. A so mystery, kind of adventurous.
0: It sounds like you like uh, a lot of those survival movies. Um, I only just recently saw Maze Runner, and uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was a good yeah. movie. Yeah
1: hmm You're always on, like... You're always on the edge of your seat. Because they really make it super suspenseful. Where you don't know, like, what's going to happen next. Yeah. Um, that's my favorite part.
0: <laughs> Did you see the sequels or just the original one? The first one?
1: No, I saw all of them. Multiple times.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Were this, was the second one good, or...?
1: I think so. I think... I mean, I think the first movie or, like, first book always... It's always, like, the original is always the best. Um... But then, I think they did a really good job with these movies, where they made the sequels just as thrilling and good as the first one.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And I thought definitely The Maze Runner. I like how the plot kind of thickens. Um, The ending, I won't tell you, don't worry, but the ending in the the third movie is not my favorite. No. (laughs) Um, But overall, they did a really good job.
0: Interesting. So in the second movie, is it the same cast of uh, kids in it, or is it just a whole new group of... uh people?
1: I think it's the same. It's been a while. It's been a couple of months since I last saw it, but I think it's the same group, but there may be, like, a couple new characters, Um, but, like, the same. They don't... No one leaves. They make sure to keep, like, their original cast.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Alright. So I'll have to check that out. How how long have you been with uh, Pearson Online Academy? How long have you been going here?
1: Uh, so this is my second semester. So... Only a half a year, um, so pretty short.
0: Interesting, okay. And and so what, what exactly brings you to us?
1: Oh, that's a bit of a long story, so I'll try to keep it sweet and short. Um, but I came, I was doing a study abroad with... Bunny ears, not really. I just moved back to Oregon by myself and lived with the host family just to kind of get the American experience um, that I didn't get here. Right. Um, I have all my friends and family back there. So I was going to live there for six months. um, But sadly, COVID hit right when I got there. So I Mm -hmm. was in pretty much lockdown. Um, And I came back, so I had to come back to France uh, just because of COVID and the pandemic. And the schools here, I went to a couple of them and they just weren't really fitting um, like my curriculum and what I wanted to do. And after getting that experience of having the American curriculum, I was like, I really wanna do the American curriculum, I wanna do AP, um, I'd probably go to like a US university so I can get extra credit there. And so my mom and I just started looking up um, online schools and we found Pearson.
0: All right, very cool, good. And um how have you go how have you been making the adjustment to you know, virtual school, to doing your work online? How have you been uh making that adjustment?
1: It's weird. Like if I'm being completely honest. It's 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 really different because um especially with Pearson. Pearson, I love Pearson. I'd say like the starting off, out of all my schools, Pearson's really just been the best one. But you really I guess fighting against yourself because it's really up to you to attend class and make sure you know what you're understanding and when you need help you have to reach out to your teachers so it's really on you. Um, so for me just because i like to think I'm pretty responsible and good at like getting stuff done it's been pretty good. Um, I did start late I started about five weeks late in the first semester so I was just catching up the whole entire semester So I didn't really have much of a social life. So I was really trying to manage, like, schoolwork and socializing and making sure that I was getting out of the house and not just studying. Um, But second semester, it's going really good. Um, And I'm just making sure to to make sure to socialize. And I've been attending a lot more live lessons and tutoring sessions. Um, So now it's it's really good.
0: Great, great. Glad to hear it. Yeah, it really does teach kids... um accountability and time management and that's that's definitely the biggest jump from uh going from like a pr- traditional school but i think those are vital skills to have and uh i'm glad to hear mm-hmm. that you've been uh mastering that what are your uh, what are your favorite subjects
1: oh it depends it de- kind of depends on what we're learning because one week i could love chemistry and the next week, I could absolutely dislike it just because of what we're learning. Um, but English, I, English is my all-time favorite, obviously, because I want to major in it. Um, but I think I'm doing AP Psychology, and that's really interesting. Um, so I like that.
0: Okay. And so, what about um, what about your uh, um, your favorite uh, things to that you like to do outside of school?
1: Um, so like I said before, I just hang out with friends. Um, I like shopping, so I'll go to the mall sometimes. <laughs> um, sadly, with COVID, they just shut them down. So I'm kind of disappointed.
0: Yeah, But yeah.
1: Um, yeah, you've got some great malls different.
0: there, that's for sure. So let's mm-hmm. talk about that. Where, where exactly are you going to tell us about today? How long have you lived there?
1: In, in France?
0: Yes, in, in Aix, Aix-en-Provence, is that how we say that?
1: Yeah, in aix and provence I've lived in X for four years, about four and a half, um, before I lived in this other small town about an hour north from here uh, for about a year and a half, two years.
0: And what what exactly brings you guys out there?
1: Um, it was really just for the experience. Uh, my mom went to university here, and my parents loved traveling. My dad was a pilot, so he flew pretty much everywhere around the world. Oh. And they really just wanted us to... I have two other sisters. So they wanted um all three of us girls just to get a new experience and to kind of get out of... I guess our town was super small in America, so they wanted us to kind of get out of that mentality and experience new things and learn a new language. Um, so my dad quit his job, and we moved over here. And it was supposed to be one year, but now it's six and until I graduate.
0: <laughs> okay. So what... um. Explain to us, for those of us that might not know French geography, where exactly is Aix-en-Provence?
1: So it's in the south of France. Um, I'd say if like, if you're looking at a map, it's more near Italy. It's about like two or three hours away from Italy. And the biggest town is Marseille. That's a port city, so it's pretty known. Um, so, and we're right near the beach, about 30-minute, 40-minute drive, Right. so it's really nice.
0: Right. Yeah. I've been to, I've been to Nice. A lot of people know Nice. Um, and it's, it's such a beautiful part of France. Um, even if you're, you know, like me, I, I don't really love the beach. I don't, it's not my thing. Um, but even, even still, it's the culture, the quality of life. Like you say, you're so, you're so close to Italy and, um, and even Spain isn't that far. Um, it's, it's it's good living for sure what what is your housing like do you guys live in an apartment a house what's that like
1: um so yeah so we're we've been renting houses obviously for the past six years so this is our sixth house that we've lived in and right now um it's i don't really know we live above a theater um but i don't know it's kind of like an apartment and a house. Because there's not other people around us, but we live, like, on top of, like, a business. Okay. Um. So, I guess, like, a house. Just a weird house.
0: Okay. What makes it, um... What makes your house different than, say, like, your typical American house? What sort of things in there are different than, uh... Perhaps, like, a, an American house, would you say?
1: Um, the washing machine and the dryer. Because... Number one, they're extremely small here. Um, And number two, we don't even have a dryer because we have to, like, hang all your clothes on, like, a drying rack, which takes forever. And in the end, your clothes are all, like, wrinkly and not soft. Um, So when I was back in America, I used the dryer all the time. It was – we miss having dryers here. And it's just because French don't have them because I think probably culture, but also their walls, like, aren't insulated or they don't have, like, the dryer – like the air vent going outside. It's all inside the house. So you have to like take out water from it. It's really weird. Um, Refrigerator is also small. They're they're not really into big refrigerators. They also don't have, um, one last thing, uh, the sink, um, like disposal where you put the food down. So you literally have to take the food out of your sink and throw it in the trash and that's kind of disgusting. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What um, what about your uh, your neighborhood? What spots in your neighborhood do you like to go to most often?
1: So, I live inside the city. Um, so, it's really a city life. Uh, there's a couple of parks. X is really good uh, with parks. And they also have lots of fountains. And those are really cute because they're all, like, different designs. Because X is built off of, um, like, a hot spring.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: I think we're the city known for fountains. Um, there's also, obviously, since you're in the city, there's lots of stores. The grocery store, I think, is, like, a minute away from our house. So okay. that's kind of nice. Um, yeah.
0: What about, like, uh, outside of your immediate little neighborhood and that you're part of the city? What are the big attractions that would bring someone to aix provence or, um, you know, the, the south of France as a whole?
1: Um, for the south of France, probably Marseille. Marseille has, like, a really nice shopping mall right on the beach. Um, so if people are into shopping, they'd go there. There's also um, the old, uh, like, boat port of Marseille. Right. Which people love going there. Um, because we're in the south, it's super, like, rural. Like, there are big cities, but most towns are, like, super small, cute, provincial towns. Um, so really just touring different towns. Lots of hikes. We have great scenery. Um, we have Calanx. So there's Kalonk Heights that are pretty awesome. Um, Biking is also really great down here.
0: Do you guys, uh, do you guys drive? Do you guys have a car or do you just take like the buses and trains everywhere?
1: Um, So in the beginning, when we first got here, we decided that we could do like without a car. So literally for six months, we didn't have a car. So we were taking like trains to the airport, like two hours away. Um, We would walk everywhere. Now that we're kind of in more of a bigger city, we do have a car, but we maybe use it once a week. Like, we barely ever use it, which is so weird because in America, you're always in your car. Right. Whereas here, you're always walking just because everything's so close. Everything's like, especially X, X is made like out of a circle. So everything's in this one circle. um, Whereas in the States, everything's spread out.
0: Right, right. And so do you have, um, is it is just you, your mom, and your dad, or do you have any siblings? How, how, how many are you?
1: Um, so yeah, my mom, my dad, and then I have two other sisters. One lives with me because she's a senior, and the other one uh, goes to university in Spain.
0: Okay, okay. So under your, under your roof, there's four of you. And yeah. then you have the sister in Spain. Okay, now I know you guys get a lot of tourists. It, the south of France, <laughs> France as a whole, but especially the south of France, it, it's like one of the most photographed regions of the world. Um where would you say most of the tourists come from?
1: Um domestically, Paris. I don't know why, but all the Parisians love to come down to the south. Um now yeah, that's probably our main. As for international, UK just cuz it's warmer. Um where else probably maybe the u.s yeah um i don't know oh africa maybe africa like morocco algeria they might come up to france but it's really i'd say the main it's probably paris and probably uk just like for the countries that are the closest
0: okay um do you yeah. know? Um, I know you've been there for a couple of years now. Do you have like a, a little circle of friends? Do you have? Have you met a bunch of people? And uh, what are what are they like? What do you do for fun with them?
1: Yeah. Um, switching off schools, I definitely made like a lot of people, even though they're all in different places. But my friend group right now here in X, um, we like to just go out to restaurants, uh, go shopping, just like. Go to one of our houses and watch a movie, have sleepovers, kind of like the normal teenage thing. I wouldn't say it's too different from other cultures, maybe at least the U.S. I don't think it's that much different.
0: Mm-hmm. So, do you when you're hanging out with your friends, do you speak English with them or do you speak French?
1: It depends, because um, most of my friends are they're all like different nationalities. So sometimes, like, we'll be together but two of them could be speaking Dutch to each other. A couple other ones are speaking French or Spanish, and then there's like the English group. So <laughs> usually we try to stick with English because everyone knows English, but if we kind of separate off like in the living room, we'll all kind of speak different languages with each other.
0: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And so what are, what are you fluent in besides English? Um,
1: English and French, that's it. <laughs> okay. I try Spanish and try a little bit of Italian. Um, but not fluent in those yet.
0: <laughs> okay. Now, let's talk about one of my favorite topics, food. I, I love food. Mm. Um, so you guys are Americans living in France trying to get the French experience. But what do you guys cook in your own house? What, do you, what does a normal dinner for you look like? What do you guys cook most often?
1: Um, We probably do Mexican. We love Mexican food, so like fajitas tacos um we do that maybe like three times a week Mm, Um, Wow! yeah we love mexico we got like all like the spices all these mexican spices tex-mex um it's really funny
0: yeah mexican (laughs) food is great
1: oh definitely um besides for that i wouldn't say our cooking has changed that much we've gone through phases of like being vegetarian being vegan being like keto um so lots of vegetables lots and lots of vegetables (laughs) um what else we do like for french like a french meal that we have um would probably be duck um and like these really good potatoes that are covered in like duck fat it sounds kind of disgusting but it's really good yeah um that's probably my favorite food
0: you mentioned mexican food have you been to mexico
1: i haven't i want to though
0: oh it's amazing especially i mean everybody goes to like cancun and uh what's the other one cabo um hmm. skip those skip them it's all yeah. it's all Americans swimming around anyways but go to like <laughs> the heart of it go to Mexico City um go to uh it, it's such an amazing country so i hope you do get the experience to go there um as far as uh out, outside of your uh, mexican kitchen that you guys have what <laughs> kinds of food are most popular in the south of france so say i went into a restaurant in Aix-en-Provence, what's um what's what kind of dishes would they be serving?
1: Um, I think definitely seafood, just because we're so close to like the beach. Uh, we get a lot of seafood imported. Uh, they really like paella, which is Spanish, but the French took it and kind of adapted it to their own. So paella is super popular down in the south. Right. Um, they have oh, what's that called? Like calamari. Yeah. Um, so like octopus. I think that's what it is.
0: I think it's squid, but yeah. Oh,
1: squid! Yeah, thanks. Sure. <laughs> it's squid. Um, so yeah, I say seafood. I'm trying to think because we haven't been—I haven't been to a French restaurant in like a year, so I kind of forget what they serve. But I'd say probably it's def- definitely in the summertime. It would be like lots of seafood and that sort of thing. Oh, mules—they love oysters. French. Yes. I don't know why, but they love oysters.
0: <laughs> how How do you like French food? I mean, do you do you love it or?
1: dish some things i like um i really want to try like snail or uh frog legs i know those are really french um and i have yet to try them
0: yeah but
1: i um, i feel like i don't eat that much french food if i'm being completely honest
0: <laughs> i hear you it, it can be heavy some of the stuff can be pretty heavy Mhm. i um I, I know french food french cuisine is like revered around the world it's just it's not my favorite it it is a bit heavy um and yeah some of the foods like snails and frog legs obviously those are a bit unusual for for america but just a lot of the heavy creams and and duck and duck fat and things like that it it's 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 too heavy for me um yeah Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what are yeah you definitely
1: have to have a stomach for it
0: yeah what are your least favorite foods that you see people in france eating
1: um oh oh this is so funny um, they have this, it's called Andriette. um, and I'm trying to think of exactly what it is in America, but it's kind of like a blood sausage, but it's not. It's like the intestine of a lamb or something. It smells so bad. Like, people order at the restaurant and you have to leave because it's so, yeah, it's really bad. Um... And it smells so bad. I don't even want to know what the taste is like. <laughs> but that'd probably be my least favorite, even though I've never ate it.
0: <laughs> That's funny. You know, uh, we had a, when I when I first went to France, I didn't really know anything about French food, and um, I had uh, foie gras, and mm. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was. <laughs> I, I honestly, I thought it was cheese or something. Yeah. I was like, well, the French eat a lot of cheese, so this is probably some kind of cheese. And I'll tell you what, after couple minutes of eating that i'm like this is not cheese and uh i still aren't couldn't really explain it but i know it's what is it exactly
1: what yeah um i think it's the intestines of like a duck yeah i think that's what it is and it's so funny that you say that because i remember i first ate it um and i was like oh they're like this is not horrible and then my mom told me what it was, and I was like, "I'm never eating that again." That's no, yeah, <laughs> it's, no.
0: It's rough, and uh, it it sticks with you for a while. And then what's even worse is like how they make it, which I'm not going to get into on here because his kids listening, but um, it, it's it's not pretty. Um, it's controversial to say the least. So yeah. on to the next question. If I was to go to your um to your city, if I was to go there or even Marseille. Um, what, what is, uh, in a typical French restaurant, and if I could only order one thing to get the French experience, what should I ask them to make me?
1: Ooh, oh, that's tough. Um, oh, that's really hard. Um, I don't know. Probably, probably duck. Just because I feel like in America, duck is so different than the duck in France. And I feel like... I know I always tell my friends about, like, duck, and they think I'm crazy for liking it. Um, (laughs) But it's probably the best thing. It's really good. So I'd have to say that just because it's really different. um, And it just, it tastes so good. It's just so tender. And the taste is just really good.
0: What about, like, the desserts? Now, French desserts and pastries and all that, what's your favorite, like, dessert or sweet treat?
1: That is tough. That Friends is so good at Oh, I love going to their bakeries. They have so many different things. Um, I Everything. Um, I can name some specifics, but uh, their croissants, even just like a plain croissant, like I don't know how they make them, but they're so buttery and so airy. They're so good. Yeah. Um, macaroons, that's kind of mm. like the touristic thing, but those are also really good.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, they make, like, a really good flan, um, creme brulee, tiramisu. Like, those are kind of the basics. We could get anywhere. But France just does them differently. They just like do it right. Yeah, they, they, exactly. They do it right.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Now, ha- having traveled, you know, to quite a few places, I'm aware that American music is all over. But what are some um, what are some French artists or French musicians that... That we can um, check out. What what's some French music that's popular?
1: Um, I wouldn't know exactly what's popular just because I don't listen to it. But I guess like if you're looking for French pop, like slash rap, um, there's Metro Games, um, which it's gonna be funny seeing how people spell that because it sounds kind of inaudible. But Metro Games, um, there's Kenji Girac, he's pretty good, um. I'm trying to think of who else. I don't really listen. Like I said, I don't really listen to much French pop music, so those might be the only two that I know.
0: Gotcha. So what about uh, what about holidays? What are some holidays that are unique to to France?
1: Um, let's see. So this is actually this is gonna be funny. Um, we well I don't, but the French have vacation every six weeks. So they start school in September, and then they have two weeks in October two weeks in December, two weeks in February, two weeks in uh, April, and then they have all of summer off. Um, As, like, for specific holidays, I don't know. I know they have, well, Armistice, um, they have this one day, I forget what it's called, I think it might be, like, the Three Kings holiday. Um, and they, they make a really big deal out of it. There's this cake and they hide like this little toy inside of it. And whoever gets it is like the king of the day. Um, so that's a really big thing. People have like parties for it. Um, I don't, I think, I don't know what else they have. Hmm. They kind of just have like the basic holidays that like America does or the rest of the world does. Okay. But I'd say the, probably the, the king one is probably the most like unique I guess holiday right for France.
0: So, if you were, if you were the leader of France, prime minister, what would you do to make it a better place?
1: Oh, that's hard. Um, I kind of like the French. I feel like they're really good because French is more. This is gonna get not too political, but they're a little bit more like on the socialist side, I guess. Um. And. I don't know. I feel like this might sound... No, it's not mean. Um, just kind of have the French lighting up a little bit, I guess. <laughs> I hope I'm not offending anyone. That's not meant to be offensive. But just um, maybe just be a little bit more international. Because, yes, people travel there. But it's still, I guess, unique to have foreigners living in France. Mm. And they may not be as accepting as the U.S. would be. I'm just going gotcha. to carefully. Um, so maybe I'd change that. Just be like, just like people a little bit more, I guess.
0: I hear <laughs> you. I hear you. Like,
1: like be a little more accepting, which I think every country can do, especially like in this day and age. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> now I, I have, I, I've been to France a couple times. Uh, I've been in the South of France, which I love. Um, why do you think, someone should go there. If we only had a few days to visit your country, um, particularly the south of France, what are the must-see things in and around your area that we should not miss?
1: Um, the beach, um, the cliffs. Cliff jumping is awesome here in France, especially in the south. Oh, I don't know. They have, um, during the summertime, they have all these food markets and uh, like clothing markets that are so pretty uh they do really like fun festivals in the summertime like music festivals where for a week they play i don't know like six different genres of music every night wow um, that'd be really fun to go to can't
0: go yeah, wrong really with a music just, festival
1: exactly it's so much people stay up until like 4 a.m just dancing even the kids it's like a school night and these kids are just dancing <laughs> in the streets at 4 a.m it's funny
0: that is funny um,
1: yeah, I think yeah, and just nature. It's so there's so much nature here just like go on a hike, just wake up, see the sunrise, especially over the Mediterranean Sea. It's so pretty. Swimming, the water's so warm. I swim like year round. It's cold, but I love
0: it. Do you um do you see yourself living there as an adult and working there and making a life and a career there?
1: Um no. I don't really see myself being anywhere like for too long I, as I was saying before I want to be a teacher but I kind of want to do like every year I move or every couple of years I move just around the world because I want to travel so much right so I think that I could see myself being in France maybe like for a year or two as an adult um, but I think there's so many other countries that I want to explore and be yeah. in
0: yeah there's plenty of opportunities to you know teach English and you know in Asia or Different countries around the world. I mean, I have quite a few friends that um, will just kind of work at a school for a few years, and then just go to a different continent and work at a school there for a few years. And uh, you know, they make a make a life out of it. Um, I think that's a that's a cool thing. I mean, they all eventually settle down somewhere, but you know, you can. It's a great way to to live and work in other countries. Um, what yeah. other countries have you visited in the world? Where Where else have you been?
1: Oh, um, well, in Europe a lot, um, I'll just, like, internationally, so obviously the U.S., Canada, um, I've been to Morocco, which you count it as Africa, like, it's on the African continent, but it's, like, the bougie Africa, I guess, um, so I guess for culture, it's not really Africa,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but in Europe, um, I've been to Portugal, Spain, Italy, France, the Netherlands. Um, Belgium, Germany, the UK, Ireland. I think that's it. Oh, Hungary and Austria. Um, So I've I've had my share of seeing countries in Europe.
0: What's your favorite country that you've ever visited?
1: Probably Spain or Switzerland. Switzerland because the Swiss Alps are stunning. Um, And Spain just because the people there are so much fun and the food is awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah it is. It is. Um now if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go and why?
1: Um I really want to go to Australia. That's probably the dream just because I don't know, there's just it just seems really it kind of seems like America just with an accent. But I feel like there's so many, um, like, nature aspects of it um, that, like, is not the city. So, like, the outback. Yeah. Um, surfing there, I think, is really good. And so, I definitely want to surf there. That would draw me to it. Um, if not Australia, well, New Zealand, along with that. Yes. Maybe. Um, oh, I'm probably saying it wrong. No. I don't. It's called. It's like Bosnia or. Bo- it's in um, it's in South America. Near oh, Bolivia. Ch- Bolivia, thank you, Bolivia. And they have these really cool um s- salt flats, I think, or yes. salt land. And like when it rains, the sky like reflects off of it. Um, and I think that'd just be so cool to see.
0: Yeah, seems like everybody's going there now to take their Instagram pictures. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a yeah. cool country. I was gonna say jumping back to Australia. Look. Not to knock Australia, it's an amazing country, but mm-hmm. definitely, definitely do New Zealand. Go to Australia, yeah. but like Australia, but you'll love, you'll love New Zealand. Um, okay,
1: why is that? Like, what's the difference?
0: You know, I actually, I used to think that way too. Like, I used to not know, like, well, is it just a diet Australia? Uh, you know, diet Australia. What I love about New Zealand is, and I'm sure you have this in Australia as well. Um, but New Zealand, I feel, does a much better job of preserving and celebrating their uh, native uh, Maori culture. Um, while a lot of the aboriginal stuff in Australia is not as visible, I guess, as it once was. And for me, you know, growing up in the United States, Australia is, is very similar. There, are, I mean, of course, there's things that are different. Uh, Aussie culture is uh, unique in itself. Um, but I felt that the culture and the landscape in New Zealand was just breathtaking, especially in the South Island of New Zealand. It's like otherworldly. I think they filmed the like Lord of the Rings there and stuff like that. Like a lot of like really otherworldly kind of settings in, in New Zealand. Um, but in terms of like the cities, like if you're looking to go for cities, yeah, Sydney and Melbourne. Um, definitely over Auckland, New Zealand. Like Al- Auckland's okay. It's just, it's just a city. It's a nice city, but it's just a city. But uh, Sydney and Melbourne have a lot more character. But in terms of nature, I would say New Zealand hands down.
1: Okay, I'll remember that. Okay, because I know, I know the. Um, I think they're called the Kiwis, and the Australians have like beef with each other. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: So, I know, like yeah, I'm hesitant to even bad. say that on this podcast, in case uh, in case an Aussie's listening, and uh, um, <laughs> you know, they're both great. Put it this way: if you're gonna make the flight, it's a long flight, so do both.
1: Okay, sounds good. I'll do that. That sounds yeah.
0: Okay, so you mentioned that you know you obviously you're fluent in English and you also speak French. Um, we'd like to finish the show by having you say something in your language. So, in your language, I have on the screen here. Can you say thank you for listening to the Pearson Global Explorer? We hope you enjoyed the show. Please listen again in the future for more exciting episodes.
1: Yeah, sure. I, let me think about. It. Let me sure, take it real your time, quick, and then I'll say it. <laughs> um, okay. Um, merci pour écouter le Pearson Global Explorer. Uh, on souhaite que vous avez aimé uh, cette podcast. Um, on veut que vous écoutes encore dans le futur uh, pour les épisodes uh, suivant.
0: Very good.
1: Sorry, and, that was a little choppy.
0: No, no, it's good. It It's better than I could have done. Very good, <laughs> Maria. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, thank you thank you so much, Mr. Higgins. This was really fun. I had a good thinking.
0: The Pearson Global Explorer Podcast. Join us as we travel the globe, one student at a time, at Pearson Online Academy. Pearson Online Academy is an accredited online private school for students in grades K-12, through brought to you by the experts in virtual learning. We empower students worldwide to achieve academic excellence through our affordable, high-quality online education that emphasizes college prep. Learn more at www.pearsononlineacademy.com.